Hi, you guys. Good morning. Welcome to the show. This is Heidi St. John. I am so glad that you've joined me today. Today is Monday, the 7th of January. It's Mailbox Monday here at the podcast, and I'm going to be continuing something I was talking about on Friday, which is embracing God's priorities. This is taken from a book I wrote several years ago called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, Managing Your Days Through the Homeschool Year. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by everything that you have to do, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so a couple things before we get started. First of all, I wanna say thank you to everyone who's been leaving reviews over at iTunes for this podcast. It really helps us a lot. If you rate the podcast, leave reviews for it, share it on social media, let your friends know about it. It, we are so excited about what God's doing over here, and we're coming up on a brand new series at MomStrong International. So if you're not familiar with MomStrong International, this is a ministry that we started a year ago, so it's a, it's relatively new, with the heart and hope of getting you into God's Word on a deeper level than what you may have been doing already. So those studies start fresh every Monday. The first Monday in January is when we do it, and so that starts today. It's not too late to join. Uh, you can sign up. They're just $2 a week at momstronginternational.com. This month's study is called Find Balance and Breathe. Oh, doesn't that sound good in January? And speaking of finding balance and breathing, I'm going to be coming to Abilene to encourage you for the Heidi St. John Conference. That is coming up on Saturday, the 19th of January. It's not too late to get your tickets for that. Right after that, I will be in Coos Bay, Oregon for my women's conference. Uh, you can bring your daughters. A lot of you have been asking about how old you think, uh, how old do I think your daughter should be if you want to bring them? We've had girls come as young as 14 years old and uh, have them bring their Bible. When you come, bring your Bible, bring a notebook. Uh, be prepared to just soak in the word. We're going to worship. We're going to eat lunch together. I'm going to have an hour of answers, uh, questions and answers. Uh, we are just really looking forward to that. I'll be traveling to see you with my entire staff and my husband and our two oldest daughters who helped me with worship. So it really is a wonderful time. Also, really quickly wanted to let you know, I've got a brand new essential oils class coming up. Yay! I'm really excited about this. It's a Facebook class and it starts on on January 15th, so next week. So you've got a little bit of time, but you can register and join us at thebusymom.com forward slash oils. Uh, this time we're gonna be doing a series called I Can Be Well. It's a class about spiritual and emotional and physical wellness. And we'll basically just gonna be teaching things that the Lord's been teaching us over these past, I've been using essential oils for about 10 years, but obviously there's a lot more to being well than just using essential oils. However, they have been a huge part of our family's wellness. And so uh, I love to talk about it. My friend, Dr. Edie Wadsworth is gonna be joining me. You may remember her. She wrote a book called All the Pretty Things for Tyndale. And she's a physician who also uh, loves to talk about natural uh, natural ways to be healthy. And so she teaches on essential oils and I know you're gonna love her teaching as well. I love to talk about essential oils and intimacy, which is what I'll be doing. Uh, but join us, the class is free, January 15th through the 21st. And again, you can register at thebusymom.com forward slash oils. I will link back to that in the show notes today. All right, this is Monday. And so I always talk about uh, letters that I get. If you have a question that you would like to see answered, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. You can email me anytime. Our staff loves to hear from you and we love to organize your letters. The main thing is it would help me if you would say Mailbox Monday in the uh, in the show notes. So that's the main thing. So I want to kind of continue, but I'm going to start off with a letter that I got from a young mom. Her name's Hannah. So sweet Hannah. 
this is for you. So Hannah wrote to me several months ago, sorry it's taken me so long, and she said, Dear Heidi, I am a mother of five children. My youngest child is just two months old and our oldest child is nine. I am frustrated and discouraged. I feel overwhelmed. I feel inadequate and unable to do the things that God has asked me to do with regard to homeschooling, let alone taking care of my house. Can you encourage me? Okay, Hannah, I absolutely can encourage you. The first thing I want to encourage you to do is if you guys haven't picked up my book, The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, I want to encourage you to do that. You can find it anywhere books are sold. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. You can, uh, I'll link back to it actually in the show notes today. It's a, it is chock full of practical information for those of you who are trying to manage a busy household. And it's not just good for homeschool moms. It's good for any mom, but it has a particular slant for homeschooling moms just because that has been my road for so many years. And so we talked about embracing God's priorities and how important it is to, to, uh, put your relationships in the order that God says to put them in. And so we talked about marriage on Friday. Remember, we talked about the importance of being like the Wonder Twins. I know that I was dating myself a little bit, but I still love the analogy. Wonder Twin powers activate, right? And when God brought you together as a husband and wife, he did it with a kingdom purpose in mind. God never does anything apart from a kingdom purpose. So the main thing we do to keep our houses uh, to keep our homes rather working the way that God designed them and wants them to to run is to embrace God's priorities. So we nurture our relationship with the Lord and then we nurture our relationship with our spouse. And then out of an overflow, we nurture our relationships with our kids. And I often tell a story of something that happened to me many, many years ago as I was homeschooling. And uh, my kids sort of uh, just sitting around said, uh, mom, you're no fun to be around anymore. Anybody? Anybody? Moment of silence for all of us moms who are no fun anymore. Ouch, right? And those were the words that were spoken from a teary-eyed nine-year-old after I asked the age-old question, what's wrong? And it took some time for me to get the answer out of my tender-hearted child. You see, things have been tense for weeks, but I had ignored most of the signs, hoping that eventually the kids would adjust to my new and improved way of doing things. So at that point, it had been about four months since I'd implemented a new routine. So some of you are doing that right now for January. You're implementing a new routine and uh, you're being kind of hardcore about it. That's that's what I was doing. And as it turned out, I was driving uh, that my household a little bit nuts with my hour-to-hour schedule. And I'm sad to say it wasn't good on the relationship front. It, didn't, it wasn't really working for us. You see, I had reasoned and justified away any excuse for a walk to the park or a day off on my schedule just by looking at the sheer amount of work that I had to do every day to get through my day successfully, right? There's so much to do. Can you guys relate? There's laundry to do and dishes to wash and dinner has to be made and don't forget about schoolwork. And I, in my, it was really, a, um, my my heart was in the right place. But I, as I look back now, I can see an immaturity because I wasn't keeping my eyes on what was really important. You see, my reasoning didn't leave very much time for relationships outside of the necessary and oh so daily character and obedience training that all moms are doing with their kids. And days had turned into weeks and weeks turned into months. And I couldn't remember when the last time was I'd bake cookies with the kids or did anything that wasn't related to housework or schoolwork with them for more than five minutes. I was so busy surviving our busy life that I wasn't taking the time for the stuff that makes life great. And this isn't a guilt trip. So some of you are like, oh man, here we go. Guilt trip. You know, this is not get off, unpack your bags. I'm not trying to send you on a guilt trip because the fact is being able to relax with my family 
wasn't a priority for me. That's really what I learned for myself. And I learned it from my kids. My kids are the ones who really opened my eyes to this fact. Because here's the thing, I am a type A personality. I still struggle with it. My type A personality grates against a free afternoon at the park because I worry about things that feel more, quote, important that I'm not going to be getting done. But here's the question. And Hannah, this is the question I want to ask you. Who defines important? Who defines it? You see, as our children have grown older, I'll confess that my definition of important has undergone several changes, probably due to the fact that I'm recognizing that things I worried about as a younger homeschool mom were often the least important things. I'm telling you guys, I wrung my hands and fretted over whether or not there'd be gaps in their education, right? Anybody? Prepositions, algebra lessons, writing assignments, proving my homeschool savvy, that had become my focus instead. And I'm here to tell you right now, I'm just going to let you guys off the hook. I'm going to answer an age-old question. Yes, there will be gaps in your child's education. Here's the thing. We want to embrace God's priorities. And it wherever your kids go to school, whether you put them in a private school or a Christian school or you homeschool them, there will be gaps in your kid's education. And I just want to encourage you, God will finish in your children what he's begun in them through you if you will be faithful to do what God has asked you to do. So God tells us in his word what's really important, right? Matthew chapter six, verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. And it's easy to get busy doing the wrong things. And in fact, I think sometimes even the right things end up being wrong. So please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you need to ditch your schedule. In fact, the opposite is true. And I'm gonna talk to you probably on Friday. I'll continue this this conversation with you. And we'll talk a little bit about scheduling. Uh, so, And I'm not saying don't do school if you'd rather be playing a rousing game of sorry either. What I'm saying is keep your finger on the pulse of your family. And so that means we got to periodically make time for self-evaluation. So what's working? So Hannah, what's working in your home right now? What's not working? Are the relationships in your home suffering because of something that you are doing that could be changed a bit? Ask yourself when my children are grown, what do I want them to remember about their mom? What do I want them to remember about our homeschooling? Because my hunch is you don't want them to remember a hurried, harried, stressed out mom who wasn't much more fun than a math assignment, right? And when our kids graduate from our homeschool, I've got almost four down and three to go. I want them to remember that I loved them. I want them to remember that their dad and I love them. And even on busy days, I hope they remember that we loved them. I don't want my kids to look back and think of me as a mom who cared more about academics and housework than I did about dreaming with them or enjoying the stage and phases of their lives. The days go by so fast. I'm just preaching to myself right now. You guys don't even have to listen. I'm just talking to myself because this is still a struggle. It's still a struggle, even for a mom who's been at this for a long time. And most of the moms I know are always trying to learn how to make the the most of the precious daylight hours. But there's a bigger picture that we want to keep in focus. So as we talk about planning our day, which we're going to do, I want you to keep this in mind. Time is a gift. And so are the children that God has given us to raise. So try this. All right, close your eyes with me. When you think about homeschooling and scheduling and housework and dishes, or your carpool, or whatever it is that you got going on, ask the Lord to give you his perspective. We don't need our own perspective. Everything else will fall into place when we know we're doing what he has asked us to do first. You know, I went home the other night after a long day of of working, 
And our kids have been helping us. I told you guys, we started the Homeschool Resource Center last year, and it has really added, it's wonderful, but it has added a whole new dynamic to our family. And it's easy for me, even though my husband and I are doing a really good thing, it's still easy for us to forget what the best thing is and to get caught up doing the good thing and sacrifice the best thing. So when I came home from the Resource Center last night, it was probably about eight o'clock at night, and our kids have been helping us get ready for something. And my littlest one, who's eight years old now, she was going upstairs to brush her teeth and I said, hey, would you like, would you like to read a story? And her eyes lit up. I'm telling you that those next 20 minutes that I spent, I put a blanket in the dryer. This is my, one of my favorite things to do in the wintertime because it is so cold in my neck of the woods. And so I put a big blanket in the dryer for her while she finished brushing her teeth. And I went and picked out a couple of books, a couple of picture books. And I just sat down with her and we started to read. All snuggled up under that warm blanket from the dryer. And when I went to bed that night, I think I slept a little bit better because my heart had been satisfied knowing that I had honored God's priority, which was to nurture the heart of my child. And I truly believe that in Christian homeschooling, uh, for homeschooling moms, it's really nothing short of a God thing because apart from his leading, you could never do it. Apart from God's leading in your life, we would never have his power that's perfected in weakness. So if you're feeling ill-equipped for the job right now, if you're struggling to know that what you're doing is right, can I just encourage you? God says his strength is made perfect in weakness. So whether you're an accidental homeschooler like me, or you've always known you would homeschool, or you're just thinking about it, the challenge that home education provides us with is fertile soil in which to dig deep into the truths of God's word and to find out just how powerful he really is. That's what being a mother has been teaching me. That's what being a homeschooling has been teaching me. And I hope to pass on some of what I'm learning to other precious moms like you, Hannah. And my hope is that you find encouragement as you listen to what I'm saying. As you listen to what I'm saying, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and just say, Lord, show me what you need me to do. What do you want me to do? Philippians 1 verse 6 says, he who has begun a good work in you will see it through to completion. He didn't say he might. He didn't say if he's in the right mood, he would. He said he would see it through to completion. So whether you're at the beginning of your journey as a mom or you're a veteran, you can feel a little bit lighter and a little bit more confident knowing God is going to finish it. That's why I was saying if you do your thing, if you do what God asks you to do, if you honor his priorities, which sometimes, frankly, it means leaving your sink. I know the fly lady would just be, you know, shaking in her boots at this, but sometimes it means you don't shine your sink. Sometimes it means you go snuggle with a kid under a warm blanket from the dryer. Precious moms, let's be known for going to Jesus to seek his priorities before we pencil in our own because he's the one who helps us maintain balance throughout the homeschool years, throughout uh, the years of raising children. And it's not always easy, but it's a journey worth taking. I'm always telling people that uh, being a mom is the hardest, best thing I have ever done. And being a homeschool mom, the hardest, best thing I've ever done with my children. So come on. Uh, let's let's be encouraged because God wants you to be encouraged. He wants you to be intentional about how you spend your days, intentional about how you spend your time. And so often the questions that I get from moms are because they're burned out because they haven't uh, embraced God's priorities. And so one of the things I talked about in the Guide to Daylight, um, every chapter in the Guide to Daylight was a particular kind of daylight. So I talked about uh, intentional daylight, which is why you need a plan. So why you need a plan of action ASAP, 
right? We need to have a plan. So we're going to come, I'm going to come back on Friday. I'm going to talk about that, but I'll give you just a little bit of a preview because I think plans are really important, but I don't think that the plan should run you. I think you should run the plan, right? And so oftentimes we, we get discouraged and we forget why we're doing what we're doing. And a crucial component to success in what you're doing uh, is coming before the Lord. It's embracing his priorities. Have you guys ever been mistaken for a mom with supernatural patience? Anybody ever seen you in the store at the beginning, at the, in the middle of the day and said, oh, kids, why aren't you in school? And your kids say, oh, I homeschool. And, and uh, you're immediately, the checker will say, oh yeah, mm-mm, I don't have patience for that. And I always laugh because I, I would tell my friend one time, I'm like, just want to punch her right in the kisser. Not about patience. <laughs> it's not. It's not about patience. It's about perseverance. It's about resolve. And most homeschooling moms know the truth about patience. It's not a prerequisite for homeschooling. It's not a prerequisite for mothering. And in fact, any mom that I know has been at it for more than five minutes will tell you patience has nothing to do with it. Longevity and success in homeschooling is a result of resolve and obedience. It's not about patience. It's about knowing why you're doing what you're doing instead of just how. So we can talk about the hows all day long, but you got to know why you're doing it. And spirit-led homeschooling, Hannah, this is, I want you to hear this. Spirit-led homeschooling is going to bring with it a quiet confidence that comes from knowing that even on the days when you don't feel like you've been successful at all, God has your back. God has your back. After all, listen to me, mama. These kids belong to him long before they belong to you. He knit each one of them together with a foreknowledge that you would be their mom. Remember, I'm always telling you, you are the right mom for your kids. And God's plans for your children are vastly more important than your dinner plans or your fancy schedule. Do you believe it? You need to, because God wants to work in your heart as you trust him to finish the work he has begun in you through the process of mothering your children. I'm gonna end today just talking really briefly about the goal of education, because I think we forget. Do you guys remember when you were in school? Uh, but I bet you do. And many, if not most of the moms I know who are currently homeschooling their kids, they were not homeschooled themselves. I was not homeschooled. I went to a Christian school. My husband was not homeschooled. He went to a public school. Um, We attended school away from home. We were discipled by our teachers. And we often don't think of education this way, but at the end of the day, here's what it is. Education is discipleship. Discipleship is the goal of education. Christian homeschooling should not be simply about teaching the ABCs. Yes, academics are an essential component of it, but the foundation and power of homeschooling is found in the quiet resolve of two parents who are committed to teaching their children to be fully devoted, mature followers of Jesus. That comes first. And by the way, I know there are a lot of single moms listening to this today, and I just want to encourage you right now that if your husband has left you, either through his own decision or the Lord has taken him home, God said that he will never leave you or forsake you, that he will be your husband, that he will help you. He said, I am gonna, I'm gonna strengthen you and hold you up. And I'm telling you what, I love my husband, but having God at the helm of your house has gotta be better than any earthly person. So he doesn't wanna let you off the hook. He wants to hold you even tighter and shore you up. So Hannah, I just wanna encourage you today. The Lord has you. He loves you as a plan for you. Nurture the relationships first in your home and then homeschool your children out of an overflow of what God's doing. Everything else will pale in comparison. 
If you guys are enjoying this podcast, it would encourage us greatly if you would leave a review for it over at iTunes. Also, I don't want you to forget, I'm going to be in Abilene. So come out and see me January 19th. You can register right now at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Have a fantastic day, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Wednesday for the first podcast of the new month of Bible studies. Thanks for joining me. And you can sign up for the Bible study at MomStrongInternational.com. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.